Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 218, The Confidence Conundrum by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, hello, and welcome to Optimal Living Daily, also known as the old podcast. I'm Justin Mollick, the kid who fell into a jacuzzi as a toddler. That probably helps explain why I'm not a fan of water. Happy Saturday. I'm back with a post from Mark Manson. But before we get into it, we're halfway through the month, which means we're halfway to another book giveaway. If you want a chance to win the book, Minimalism, Live a Meaningful Life by The Minimalists, all you have to do is be a part of my mailing list. It's totally free, and you actually get free stuff from me. So to join, just come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address. Or you can text the word OPTIMAL to the number 44222 for a faster way to join. It's a really nice way to show some support for this podcast. And I think that does it for the intro. Let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. The Confidence Conundrum by Mark Manson of markmanson.net How are you supposed to be confident about something when you have nothing to feel confident about? Like, how are you supposed to be confident at your new job if you've never done this type of work before? Or how are you supposed to be confident in social situations when no one has ever liked you before? Or how are you supposed to be confident in your relationship when you've never been in a successful relationship before? On the surface, confidence appears to be an area where the rich get richer and the poor stay the fucking losers they are. After all, if you've never experienced much social acceptance and you lack confidence around new people, then that lack of confidence will make people think you're clingy and weird and not accept you. Same deal goes for relationships. No confidence and intimacy will lead to bad breakups and awkward phone calls and emergency Ben and Jerry's runs at three in the morning. If you've always lost in life, then how could you ever rationally expect to be a winner? And if you never expect to be a winner, then you're going to act like a loser. Thus, the cycle of suckage continues. This is the confidence conundrum, where in order to be happy or loved or successful, first you need to be confident. But then to be confident, first you need to be happy or loved or successful. It's like a dog chasing its own tail, or Domino's ordering its own pizza. You can spend a lot of time cuticle gazing, trying to mentally sort everything out, but just like with your lack of confidence, you're likely to end up right back where you started. We know a few things about confidence just from observing people. So before you run off and order that pizza, Let's break this down quickly. Number one, just because somebody has something, tons of friends, a million dollars, a big beach body, 
doesn't necessarily mean that this person is confident in it. There are tycoons who totally lack confidence in their own wealth, models who lack confidence in their looks, and celebrities who lack confidence in their own popularity. So I think the first thing we can establish is that confidence is not necessarily linked to any external marker. Rather, our confidence is rooted in our perception of ourselves, regardless of any tangible external reality. Number two, because our confidence is not necessarily linked to any external tangible measurement, we can conclude that improving the external tangible aspects of our lives won't necessarily build confidence. Chances are that if you've lived more than a couple decades, you've experienced this in some form or another. Getting a promotion at your job doesn't necessarily make you more confident in your professional abilities. In fact, it can often make you feel less confident. Dating and or sleeping with more people doesn't necessarily make you feel more confident about how attractive you are. Moving in together or getting married doesn't necessarily make you feel any more confident in your relationship. Number three, confidence is a feeling. It's a state of mind. It's the perception that you lack nothing, that you are equipped with everything you need, both now and for the future. A person confident in their social life will feel as though they lack nothing in their social life. A person with no confidence in their social life believes that they lack the prerequisite coolness to be invited to everyone's pizza party. It's this perception of lacking something that drives their needy, clingy, and or bitchy behavior. The obvious and most common answer to this problem is to simply believe that you lack nothing, that you already have or at least deserve whatever you feel you would need to make you confident. But this sort of thinking, believing you're already beautiful even though you're a frumpy slob, or believing you're a raving success even though your only profitable business venture was selling in high school, leads to the kind of insufferable narcissism that causes people to argue that obesity, something that is more detrimental to your health than smoking cigarettes, should be celebrated as beauty and that it's like totally okay to carve your name into the Roman Colosseum because, you know, selfies. No, the solution to the confidence conundrum is not to feel as though you lack nothing and delude yourself into believing you already possess everything you could ever dream. The solution is to simply become comfortable with what you potentially lack. The big charade with confidence is that it has nothing to do with the comfort of what we achieve and everything to do with the comfort of what we don't achieve. People who are confident in business are confident because they're comfortable with failure. People who are confident in their social lives are confident because they're comfortable with rejection. People who are confident in their relationships are confident because they're comfortable with getting hurt. The truth is that the route to the positive runs through the negative. Those among us who are the most comfortable with negative experiences are those who reap the most benefits. It's counterintuitive, but it's also true. Often we worry that if we become comfortable in our failures, that if we accept failure as an inevitable part of living, that we will become failures. But it doesn't work that way. Comfort in our failures allows us to act without fear, to engage without judgment, to love without conditions. It's the dog that lets the tail go, realizing that it's already part of himself. It's the dominoes that cancels its own order, realizing it already has the pizza it wanted, or something. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm gonna publish this article comfortable with the fact that some people will probably hate it and eat my pizza. You just listened to the post titled The Confidence Conundrum by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this post stood out to me because it's pretty much exactly why I started this podcast. I have social and performance-based anxiety. Sometimes it's really bad. Other times you can't even tell. But that line in there, the solution is to simply become comfortable with what you potentially lack, caught my attention. I only read this post recently, but it made a lot of sense for me because I've been doing this podcast as a way to become more comfortable with my anxiety And I knew that doing this wouldn't cure me. It was more of a way just to embrace it and get used to talking more and let myself be nervous a lot of the time just to make it more normal for me and also put it out there so others might be able to benefit from it too. So hopefully that post was helpful for you or there was something in there that will stick with you in a positive way like it did for me. If you want to help support this podcast, like I mentioned at the top of the show, you can simply be a part of my mailing list. That's a great way to show that you like what you hear And you can do that at oldpodcast.com or there's a bunch of other ways you can help. You can find out at oldpodcast.com slash support. Or if you just go to oldpodcast.com, you'll see the how to help link there. Anything listed on that page goes a really long way to help keep this show going. And that's it. Have a great weekend and I will catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.